hey, were you hoping that we were going to talk about interdental fricatives? I bet you were, because today is your lucky day. (laughs) Hi, it's Pam from Pronouncing English with Pam, and today we're going to talk about words that end with the TH sound. That's where the interdental comes from, inter, in between. And dental means teeth. Fricative is when you're forcing air through a narrow channel. And that's what we're doing because when you say that TH sound, you might want to think about it that you're sticking your tongue out in between your upper and lower teeth. And then you're blowing air. Hey, the good news is this is a really visual sound. The bad news is we're doing a podcast and you can't see me. (laughs) So sometimes it helps just to think about taking your tongue and touching underneath your top teeth. Maybe you won't feel like you're sticking your tongue out so far. But in order to say this sound, you might need to over-exaggerate and really pull your tongue out a little bit more than what you're thinking you're doing correctly. Because to over-exaggerate, it will feel funny, but you're probably going to say the sound even better. I talk about this sound a lot because generally it's absent in the inventory of most of the world's languages. So there's lots of very common substitutions for this TH sound. If you're trying to say but your tongue isn't out far enough, it might sound like an S, or a T. You might say, thank you, instead of thank you. And then there's the voiced TH. We say it the same way, but turn that motor on in your voice, that in your throat. That's pretty common for words like the, this, that. Oftentimes, those are substituted with the D sound, dis, or even a Z sound, zis. But today I wanted to talk about just a few words that end in the TH sound. And when we say it very airy at the end, th, that's the TH without your voice, th, like in the word with. When we say it at the end of a word, it's going to be a noun And if we add an E to the word, we're going to change that voiceless sound to th, and it's going to become a verb. I know, this is so confusing. Let's just move along. Let's talk about first the differences between bath, B-A-T-H, and bathe, B-A-T-H-E. What a difference when you add the E. Bath, bathe. What do you notice about that? Wait, I hear you. Yes, the second one is longer. If you've listened to me about anything, when I tell you that when you say a voiced sound at the end of a word, you're going to say that word a little bit longer, which means you're stretching the vowel sound out. Bathe. It's not so much about that TH sound at the end. You're hearing a lot of A and then that little bit of a TH. 
bathe, bathe. So what's the difference? These two also have the difference between the vowel sounds a and a, a, bath. That's a noun. We typically say that we're going to take a bath, which is the act of getting inside the bathtub and getting washed. I might say at the end of the day, I really enjoy taking a bath. Then we have the word bathe, B-A-T-H-E. That's a verb. That is the act of getting washed or the act of washing something. I might say I am bathing the dog. So I want you to say this word longer. Say the vowel sound longer. Bathing. And remember to stick your tongue in between your teeth to get that TH sound. In the past tense, I might say, I bathed the dog. And because that TH is the voiced TH, if I add an S to it, for example, in the first person singular, if I said, he bathes the dog. That's really hard to say because now you have a TH, a voice TH, you're adding the plural S, and because the TH is voiced, that S is going to sound like a Z. Bathes. He bathes the dog. It's hard to get your tongue out for the TH and then quickly back in for a Z sound. And maybe you'll find this funny. I did. But when I looked up the word take a bath, because I know that's an expression. We're not really holding the bath and and taking it to another location. But to take a bath is the action of walking into the bathtub and getting clean. So when I looked it up, the definition of take a bath says to bathe in a bathtub. So there we have that voice TH in the beginning with the word bathe, and then we have the TH in the middle for bathtub. Try saying it. I'm going to bathe in the bathtub. Word number two. Let's talk about the word mouth. And then we're going to talk about the word mouth. Mouth. M-O-U-T-H. It ends in a TH sound. By the way, what's very lucky about looking at these words is when there's a TH put together, usually it's pronounced as TH or TH. Sometimes we'll have a word like a name, T-H-O-M-A-S, which is a person's name, and that's pronounced Thomas, so there's no TH sound. But that's rare. So when you see a TH, you will most likely be pronouncing it. Back to mouth. M-O-U-T-H. You know, that's part of your face. (laughs) I actually saw a definition that said, it's the part of your face that you put food in. (laughs) Well, that's weird, isn't it? But that's what it is. We have eyes, we have nose, and we have a mouth. You can practice that voiceless TH in this sentence. Open your mouth. Now, we have another word. It's spelled exactly the same, but it's the verb to mouth. If you mouth something, 
you're moving your lips while you're talking, but you're not making any sounds. So I might say, she mouthed the words, good luck. Okay, next up, we have the word teeth and teeth. Teeth. T-E-E-T-H. Which, of course, are those white things that are in your mouth. You might want to brush your teeth. That's the noun. If I were to say the verb teeth, it's spelled T-E-E-T-H-E. And that's that E at the end is giving you an idea that we are now making it a voiced TH sound. And because that's the last sound in that word, th, we're going to make that word a little bit longer. Teeth. That's the process when a baby's first teeth are emerging, are coming out through the gums. So you might say your sentence could be, babies drool a lot when they are teething. Now, the funny thing about putting that ing on, teething, I'm still saying that word long because the word is teeth. But when I say teething, it's, it's spelled T-E-E-T-H. I-N-G. It looks like teeth-ing, but it's not. It's not the airy T-H. It's the voiced one. Teething. So we have the noun teeth, and then we have the verb teeth. And then if we add an I-N-G to it, it looks like We're just saying teeth again, but we're not. We're saying teething. We're dropping the E and putting the I-N-G on. That's our crazy spelling. Our next word is breath, which is the noun, and breathe, which is the verb. Breath, B-R-E-A-T-H. That has the airy T-H sound at the end. That is what is coming out of your mouth. It's your breath. You might have bad breath. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) You may hear your doctor say, take a deep breath. That's the noun. Now let's talk about the verb, breathe. B-R-E-A-T-H-E. So it's spelled the same, but it has that E at the end, and that should remind you that now you're going to voice that TH, and that really means you're going to say the word longer, the vowel sound longer, breathe. It's not so much about that TH, but we do hear a difference. If I said it wrong, breathe, breathe. That's too much air, and it doesn't sound right. And you don't want to say it too short, breathe, breathe. You want breathe. And that's a verb. So that's the action of inhaling and exhaling. You are breathing. He is a heavy breather. I can hear him breathing. That would be somebody going, (gasps) 
<sighs> I think that's enough for today. We have another word, cloth and clothe. And I have a really similar podcast lesson that I am recommending for you to go to if you want to hear more about that one and similar sounds to the word clothes. And that's in podcast number 40, pronouncing clothes and five other similar sounds. So you have a little bit more of a lesson. That's if you want to keep going. I do enjoy talking to you. And I'm hoping that you can see or imagine what I'm doing with my TH sounds so that you can say the same types of sounds. Thanks for listening. I hope this was helpful. I really hope you have a pen and paper and you were writing down the words while I was spelling them so you can study them and notice the difference between the pronunciation and how it changes when you add an E to the end of the word. All righty. Well, I will talk to you next week and I hope you have a great week ahead of you. Bye for now.